What's going on, guys? Welcome to COTM episode four, entitled Fearless. Uh, this was the original episode that we had actually recorded for Fear, um, but just in the way it came out um, and church service that followed within a few days, uh, we just needed to take a new direction on it. So this is the original Fear, but ended up being Fearless. Uh, this is going to explain some of the transitions that we went through in acknowledging our fears and being able to overcome them as well as a little bit of what our current day fears are compared to the ones that we explained in the last episode. So hope you guys enjoy. Let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, welcome to episode four. Um, so I'm going to throw you guys for a spinner just because I like to do that. Um, what's something you're scared of right now or something you fear right now? As much as as much as ninety nine percent of the time we're no longer feeling this fear, that one percent that seems to take up the ninety nine percent. What what is that? What is that fear right now? For me, I don't think it, it takes up the ninety nine percent, but there's definitely a percent of me that uh, both of you guys are in relationships, and for me, it's uh, finding a. A wife that I'm physically, not only physically attracted to, but mentally attracted to in 2017. It's it's hard. I feel like a lot of a lot of women post on Instagram and and sold their social media about um, you need to uh, seduce my mind as much as you need to seduce my body. But when I, um, when it, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And when it, but when it comes to like, all right, well, let's talk about the things that are going on in society and what the word says about it and and how you are actually applying that to your life they're like uh well that's that's kind of deep you know well what do you mean (laughs) you know what i'm saying so that's that's probably one of my fears is just like cheese like is is society really taking over to the point that we're we're losing the quality of women um uh, uh of nowadays um there, there's. I really feel like it's just not the same as as it was when our parents were growing up. Yeah, that's that's probably one of my oh, legitimate fears. I don't know what I. Huh, man, Rudy, that's a good question. That's um, a great question. <laughs> that's I, a great question. I like. I, for some reason, I'm not. I'm not Superman or anything. But sometimes I feel like I'm not afraid of anything. But now that this ties back to what we were just talking about, now that I know what my destiny is, or I believe I know what my destiny is, now that I'm running after it and doing what I'm called to do it's the feeling of falling off yeah like it's the now it's like I, I got it I'm on a path now God but I'm, I'm I'm afraid of messing up right I'm afraid of now I now I know what I'm doing so now I know I need to look out for my family and you know my, my girl and everything that I that I want to do I know I'm going to be able to complete it when I reach the destiny but what if I don't reach it yeah you know, or what if I don't reach it in, in, in my time, in my time frame? Yeah. That's what it is. I'm worried about my time frame. Like, I want to do this in the next couple of years. I want to be where I'm at right now. But it's like, what if I'm not there at that time? What if I don't have this amount of money? What if I don't have this job? What if I don't have this house if I haven't moved out of here in this time? Right. So I'm, I guess, I'm, in a way, I'm afraid of doing things on my time. Yeah. Like when I'm going to succeed and at my time good. I can see that a little bit because I, I think what I was going to say was kind of similar. Like, you know, I got to 
take care of my mom and you know like just certain things I, I think it's ultimately my fear would be the responsibility right is not only like the things that I'm trying to do for myself but there's so many people that I want to take care of with what I'm doing for myself um and like that questioning like am I capable of delivering for all of that um you know like I know if worse came to worst right I could get a job and I could live by myself in some shacked up apartment and I could live right I could be living right alive. I could be alive not living Seriously. not thriving but I could be alive and I could be maintained like right. that's not a question but that's not enough and so you know I think where it used to be fear of responsibility now that fear of that responsibility is kind of with just with what I'm getting from the word with what God has physically shown me mm that fear is really really starting to fade like to be honest like i i don't think about it from a fearful point of view anymore there's there's instances there's instinct moments that come up and fear approaches but with what he's been giving me in the recent past it's just like man like if you can just take a second to remember that you're in his presence like there is literally nothing to fear. No. There is absolutely nothing to fear. And so it, it, it kind of have just become this burning, like, I have to do it. If I'm scared of it, I'm not going to do it. It's not going to happen. So if I have to have an optimistic point of view and accept that I am going to get that done, no matter how hard it is or how long it takes, whether it's on my time, his time, whether my relationship works out or doesn't like you know what i'm saying like the, i have that has to get done yeah. and yeah. i have to mentally acknowledge it is going to get done yeah um you know so if you're scared of your destiny you're not gonna reach it gosh yes <laughs> if so, you're if you're scared to take on the responsibility that your destiny requires you're never going to reach it right. if you don't make it happen somebody else will right. exactly so if there's so, anything to fear it's fearing that that person's not going to be you to it right <laughs> so, 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 so the destiny thing is like so this I, there's a few things I look, I look at when you find your destiny it's a blessing and it's like man now I know what I'm now I know what I'm built to do now I know what God has put in me with that feeling, I feel like it comes responsibility. So now you're responsible with what God has put in your heart. So are you going to let it sit there and waste and right. probably be given to somebody else? Yep. Are you going to handle your business with what God has given you? But with that worry and concern about, you know, not failing because this is a huge responsibility now. Yeah. God has put that in your heart for a reason. So you're not going to fail. God right. has given you something. If he's giving you something, there's, there's, there's no failure with it. Yep. There's a reason why, and there's going to be success behind it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> oh, jeez. That's nuts. That's nuts. Uh, what reminded me of uh, um, when you were talking about when we start following God, it says uh, in the Bible that when um, 
Jesus had finished speaking to a crowd, he told his disciples to follow him and get into the water, um, get into the boat. And um, when they got into the boat, it says immediately after in the Bible that the storm started, started blowing. It's the storm started. Um, so as soon as God calls you to follow him, the storm is going to start because the devil doesn't want you to follow him. And so, yes, they, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was like, whoa, like, that's crazy. As soon as they as soon as the word said, Jesus said, follow me, the storm started. And um, they, uh, uh, you know, they woke Jesus up and, and Jesus was like, you have little faith. Why? 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 Why do you fear? Um, and he told the storm to be quiet. And instantly the, the winds and the waves calmed down. And it was um that for me was was an instant um, um, motivation, um, just because an encouragement, just because I I felt like I literally felt like that. I was like, man, I'm supposed like, to meet this resistance, right? I'm yes, supposed God, to meet this so resistance. If I wasn't meeting this resistance, I wouldn't be following what God wants me to do. You know what yes. I'm saying? Gosh, that's so crazy. Yes. So I feel like every single time you are stepping into your destiny. You know, when you are getting closer to what God has for you, you are getting closer to what, you know, there's something great on the other side. The adversity kicks up and a struggle and the, just the resistance kicks up so much because I feel like the devil is doing so much to knock us off that path because he knows, he knows God's got us. He knows something is about to turn. Yeah. yeah. He, he, like, he, like, he, he, he gosh, that's, oh, that's crazy. Stir up water is a cast of fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. Uh, a verse that has recently kind of touched me and has allowed me to look back on all the steps that God has brought me through since then, the rehab, the recovery, the playing, and the not playing, and uh, coming back to San Jose and still crying, trying to uh, be the best that I can be just um, so when I do get what I want um, from my beliefs that I'd be ready the verse is Exodus fourteen thirteen. Moses answered the people do not be afraid stand firm and you will see the deliverance of the Lord he will bring you out today the Egyptians you see today you will never see again and for that when the uh, Jewish people were coming out of Egypt um they were afraid of the Egyptians. They were more powerful. Uh, the Egyptians were more powerful than the Jewish people. Um, I think it was like 500 to 700 that uh, it says in the Bible, the Pharaoh sent his best men after the Jewish people. So uh, the things that you're going through in your life are not easy. They're, they're literally the best the devil can work up to try to knock you down the things that are coming after you. But the words that Moses said is, do not be afraid for the Lord will deliver you today. Not tomorrow, not the day after that, the week after that, you need to start believing in your deliverance today. So when you get that, you're not surprised and you can go into your promised land as the Jewish people were trying to go to. I guess at the end of the day, when I read this verse, it said, stand still and see the deliverance of the Lord. And I sometimes I always get caught up in why, why don't I know what to do? Why have I got to this point where I've thought 
I was supposed to be somewhere right now and I'm I'm stuck. I feel stuck. I feel frozen. Like I don't know what to do. And I think it's because God brought me to this point where he wanted me to realize that no, you've done your part. Stay faithful in me and stand still in this storm and see what I'm going to do for you. And that that verse and talking it out right there is, is re- making me realize that it, it completely ripped fear out of me. Um, it's not that I'm not afraid of anything, but I'm, I'm more I'm more confident in God than I am in anything in the world right now. Mm. That's my fear. The calling was to fight through all that adversity and that struggle with, with basketball. Because my story was not done with basketball yet. And to him to have, to have God to put me into the place I am now with using my story of adversity and everything I went through to be able to speak and to be able to write and do these things it's I thank God so much because if I would have ran away from Southern California that first year I don't know where I would be Yeah. so for him to put you know that courage of I got you you're going to go through more adversity when you stay out there but I just felt like God saying I got you stay there and watch what happens and it was a blessing to what what I'm doing right now. And I actually ended the season off with, you know, winning an all-conference award and winning defense player of the year. And I'm not saying that to, to pump myself up at all. That has nothing to do with it. It's, it's, it's glory to God because he kept me there. I put in the work. And, you know, things, you know, things kind of pull for me. And that first Galatians 6-9, I said before, let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. And so that's what I chose to do. I did not give up. God used my fear because I couldn't do nothing with my fear. I gave my fear to him. And that's how things started rolling. Uh, that's, my, uh, that's my story with fear. What's up, man? Very, very powerful. Uh, the not giving up part uh, I, relate, I relate a lot to because... Uh, I mean, I know I told a brief story, but there was there's periods of time where I definitely wanted to quit. Um, you know what I'm saying? I was uh, a senior on scout team, you know what I'm saying? Uh, going, going, trying to get the ones better for the offense, but um, my defensive players over there, I wasn't I wasn't with my, my defensive squad. So it, that was definitely a period that I went through. Um, so that's what's up that you kind of, you went through the same thing that, that I did. That's, that's, yeah, awesome. that's, that's powerful. Um, you know, and I started to make little leaps and bounds here, but ultimately, um, you know, back to that devotional that we were just doing. When when is God going to give you a new start? Do you think He will? And uh, in March, He definitely gave me a new start. And um, and yeah, and I'm not scared of my potential anymore. Um, I know there's potential in certain areas, but I have to find the areas that are most important and imply, and apply it there now. Um, while I'm still youthful, while I'm still, you know, just while I can just bounce back from struggle, I won't always be able to do that the same way. So um, don't be scared of your potential. I know you don't know which direction to go sometimes, or you question the direction that you're going in. Um, this is where prayer will really come in and obviously we're going to talk about that in the weeks to come but uh, for now you just need to know that that you have a you have a purpose and you you can't be scared you can't be scared that's the one thing you can't be um 
I actually posted it on the COTM Instagram this morning, um, but I think it was Genesis 3, verse 8 and 9, where God is walking around in the Garden of Eden, and Adam and Eve had just bitten the apple. They were made good, right? After God made everything, he said, and it was good. Everything was made good. They bit that apple, and they realized the sin that they had brought into the world. And so when God's walking around the garden, like God was on the earth with them, walking the very dirt, right? And they hid from him because they were scared because they were naked. So God says, where are you at? And they just, well, well, we realized we were naked. So we got scared and we went and hid away from you. And I just, that verse was perfect because it's just, God did not make you to worry and he didn't make you to fear. He made you to love him and to invest your faith in him so that he can give you reasons to put more faith in him. Um, but it, it starts with you. Um, you got to break that fear and you got to just talk to him. You really, you really do. And uh, he'll, he'll show you. I promise. I promise he'll show you. I think we need to realize that in, in all seriousness, I don't think there can be true forward movement with fear in the way. Uh, if you think about fear is really the killer of our faith, the, uh, you know, our dreams what we aspire to be faith is really going to test you and you're going to have it it's always going to pop up but we have the decision to make to are we going to you know cave in and accept that fear or are we actually going to fight it we're actually going to take it to God because you know if God is for us no one can be against us and that's something we truly need to believe because if you believe that then there's no fear that's going to overcome you know your beliefs and what God has actually instilled in you Um, kind of just want to throw uh, another another verse on there, and um, let's see here. There's a couple things, um, all of them from Proverbs, but this one applies directly to my life, and it has become one of my favorite verses just because it reminds me to just not be lazy. But it's Proverbs 12, verse 24. Diligent hands will rule, but laziness ends in forced labor. Uh, no matter how much you try to put it off, it's going to be there. No matter how much you try to hide from the debt or how much you try to hide from your destiny or how much you try to uh, put off your homework or how much you try to put off the yard work, it's going to catch up. And eventually you're going to hit a deadline and you're going you're gonna to be rushing to finish all that work before the deadline. Um, and I don't know when it is, but there is a too late. So, you know, don't push off until the labor is forced do it when you're healthy do it when you're abundant do it when you have time do it when you have the energy um, don't put it off to strain yourself later on down the road um, you know I don't know yet but I could have lost one of my dreams doing that very thing so if there's anything I can inspire you to not do it is stop procrastinating stop procrastinating you can make that decision now you can literally do it right now be like you know what i'm not gonna do this anymore i refuse make that your number one priority um don't it's put it off decision. yeah absolutely okay, gotta make that decision proverbs 1921 which is many are the plans in a person's heart but it is the lord's purpose that prevails and i didn't know this then when i was going through it i had some kind of hope i didn't fully give up i never gave up on myself obviously i'm here um, but I didn't know this then and I didn't 
you know, I knew that I had talents, but I just, I don't, I don't know that I necessarily believed that I had a specific path laid out for me and that it was all going to be okay eventually. Um, and, you know, sure enough, when I started digging back into the word, this is one of the first verses that I read. And even now, you know, trying to balance a, a marketing agency and this podcast and trying to dig more into his word in my personal life, still take care of my mom, have my relationship with my girlfriend, still be a 24 year old kid, go to school. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to travel. I want to do all these all these things. But it's 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 got to be one at a time. Um, and ultimately, it's it's his plan that's going to prevail. And that uh, that was just one of those pieces that that really took because if I could have taken this turn five years ago, who knows where we would be at right now yeah. or the type of life that we could be living already. Right. Because oh he wants us to live prosperous. So if I was really living like that in the moment with him, then instead of focusing on all the distractions but thinking about that in a way is is almost detrimental because because um, it was I, meant to be this way exactly it was because it was meant to be this way and I think about that all the time like man what if I would have gotten my word so much sooner when I heard it in in at Valley when, right when we were sitting in those chapels and people were preaching to us get in your word get in your word get in your word and we just didn't listen and um, I think about it all the time like man would I be where I wanted to where I would want to be now would I be there already and the answer is always yes and that and it's Self. Um, like I talked with Chase yesterday, Pastor Chase, he said legitimate disappointment. Um, yeah. That word, those words in itself, legitimate disappointment is so uh, strong because there are things that we wish we could have did better. But if we tie it back to God at the end of the day. You got it when you needed it. Got it when you needed it. Exactly. He Literally. uses those misdirections, those mishaps, those chasing as things we shouldn't be chasing for a reason. Right. God is such yes. a finesser. Yeah. He, I mean, he knows. He already knew. He already knew. He already, he already set it up for us. And then he knew that we were going to mess up on it. Yeah. And he's like, okay, I still got you. I, I still, I still I'm going to get you. I'm still going to get you on like that. It's the best part. That's the best part. Uh, I think a lot of people need to hear and know that just off the strength of... Um, when you mess up, his grace is sufficient. His love is sufficient. And you don't, so I feel like you don't know the how of it, but I don't think we're called to know the how of it. You know, yeah. we might lose the how, but we can't lose the who. So you can't lose who you are in Christ, right? Yeah, you can't lose the who. Yeah. <laughs> you can't lose the who. <laughs> like I, oh, we need to know who we are. So when we know who we are and the power that we carry, it's like, man, okay. So I might get knocked down. I mean, I might get knocked down, but I'm going to get right back up because I know who I am. Hmm. Damn. You could try to take me out of his presence, but he's inside of me. So no matter where yeah. you move me, he's also he's there. also there. Um, there's nowhere I, what was I talking to Chase about he said uh, Paul wrote that if I make my bed in hell you are there there's nowhere where you can't go where God can't reach you um, there, so I think as just as much as he's planned our successes to, uh, to have us a hope in the future he's planned our mistakes he's planned himself inside our mistakes so that when we go there we can look at God and be like, I don't know what to do. And he's like, perfect. That's great. 
because you're coming to me and I know what you need to do. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the best part. Facts. Facts. Literally. Literally. In fear of the unknown. The unknown. Um, oh, I gotta go. So that's, to I think, so fear of the unknown, so that pushes me, and maybe you guys don't feel the same way, that, that pushes me to walk by faith and not by sight. Yeah. Yeah, I was literally just thinking. Jamal always says, um, "Not well, that too, um, but lean not on your own understanding." Yeah, in all your ways, acknowledge Him, and He'll make you pass. Right? Uh, but fear, fear of the unknown. Um, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. So the the point of that verse is, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. So we're afraid of the shadow of death. We're not actually afraid of death. So when we get past the point of the unknown, of what might hurt us or what might kill us or what might stop us to getting to the point where we need to get to and stop being afraid of the shadow of death, we actually defeat death. Because, you know, if we go back to literally the Bible, God has given us the victory over death. He died and rose again. He took the keys out of hell. So we can be with him. So I'm, we need to stop being afraid of the the what ifs. The well, I might not get the job, or well, I might not be able to continue down my path to get my purpose where I wanted to get to. So I'm just going to stay in this job, this no uh, good job where I'm not really happy, and it's 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 killing us. It's killing us. The shadow of death is killing us. Not death itself, but the shadow of it. Is, is crazy right but that's part of it you got to take your worst fear and realize that there's something bigger that he has to replace that fear for every black widow he has a daddy long leg <laughs> the black widow is the poisonous that we're all scared of right there's black widows everywhere yet even though the daddy long leg is more poisonous, stronger, faster, lighter, quicker, it cannot penetrate our human skin. So for every problem that is in your life, for every black widow in your life, God has a daddy long leg that will kill that black widow, but will not touch you. But I think um, what should be addressed for all types of fear is that uh, is the energy that fear comes with, right? Fear manifests itself and digs itself deeper and deeper and deeper until you replace it with something stronger. Um, but ultimately, um, you know, my f- like uh, like fearing debt, right, is only just going to continue to attract more debt to right. you. Um, you know, fearing losing things is going to, you're going to continue to lose things because that's the only thing on your mind. Whatever you fear is the first thing on your mind. And that's what you continue to manifest with your energy. That's what you're asking out of the world. That's what the world is giving to you. Man, dude, the tongue and the mind are such powerful weapons. I don't think all of us know that we sit there and we'll say things and we probably don't mean them, but we'll, we'll say things like I'm broke. I'm going to be broke and things like that. You're, you know, that's those are weapons you're putting in your mind and you're putting out there. Yeah. You know, that's that's negativity you're throwing out there and that's real. I don't think a lot of us get that. 
What is the um, Speak Life Into Existence? We just read it. We did. Uh, we, we, it was um, Life and Death Lie in the Power of the Tongue. Um, I'm telling you. Uh, you can literally speak life into your life or you can literally speak death into your life. I posted it um, on Instagram the other day. Not the other day. It was a while. July 3rd. I posted it on Instagram. Um, don't be afraid of failure. Uh, don't be afraid of failure. It's a part of the process, so why worry about every step along the way? Know you are going to fail many times before you succeed, but eventually you will succeed. So smile in it all through uh, the good and the bad. Choose to be happy. It's your choice to fear, to live in fear or peace. Your thought process can only nurture one or the other. Decide how you're going to live. Damn, I didn't even know. Wow, that's crazy. Oh, here it is. Isaiah 55, uh, 10 through 11. The rain and snow come down from the heavens and stay on the ground to water the earth. They cause the grain to grow, producing seed for the farmer and bread for the hungry. It is the same with the word I send out. And it will it it and it always produces fruit. It accomplishes all I want it to and it will prosper every everywhere I send it. So the word the words that we speak will accomplish everything that I say. So if I say good that I'm broke well, yeah, good grief. Ephesians chapter six, verse ten. Alright. Ver armor of God. Finally, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Therefore, put on the full armor of God so that when the day of evil comes, you may be able to stand your ground, right? Not run. You're able to stand your ground. And after you have done everything, to stand. Stand firm then with the belt of truth buckled around your waist, with the breastplate of righteousness in place, and with your feet fitted with the readiness that comes from the gospel of peace. Let's get it. <laughs> in addition to all this, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Shield is faith. Take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. And pray in the Spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people. Pray also for me that whenever I speak, words may be given to me so that I will fearlessly make them known the mystery of the gospel, for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may declare it fearlessly as I should. Fearlessly. <laughs> the funny part is that... Um, you know, when you talk of, like, the armor of God, right, <clears throat> there's every single part of a Christian's body is covered except what part? His back. His back, right? The reason why is because we're called to face our problems head on through his power. We don't run away from the problem, cower away out of fear. Yeah. Mm, that's really good. That's really, really good. Wow. That is good, actually. Yeah. That's fire. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> yeah, that's that's hella crazy, right? <laughs> that's fire. Um, um, but that, you know, that's that's what it is, is we're eventually, you know, as you get closer to him, and I said it in the last episode, I was like, I don't know my purpose. I'm not equipped 
yet for what you're calling me to do. So, you know, I feel like the closer we get, the more equipment we get. You know, you pick up your sword, which is what? The word of God. Yeah. So you have your sword. You pick up your shield, which is what? Faith? Uh, faith and the helmet of salvation. And then you have the breastplate. Righteousness. Right. So as you start to pick up these attributes, you're equipped more and more and more. Mm-hmm. Once you get all your armor, obviously except for your back piece, you're ready to face his purpose with whatever is going to be thrown in that process. Right. Yeah. Real, real quick to, to give some glory to God from all of us. Somebody just messaged me right now and said, your podcasts are really getting me through this week. Yeah. They're answering a lot of questions. Uploading my time. <laughs> What's up? Yo. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Uh, Amen. Praise break. Yeah. Amen. Uh, Shout out to Jesus. <laughs> Shout out to that man, JC. Oh, we man. see we see you working. Yeah. We feel you working. Oh, what's up? Um, but yeah, so I, I guess we can take that into a little bit of a prayer. Yeah. Dear God, I thank you for this day. Thank you for the wind and the breath in my lungs. Uh, I thank you for the water in my body. I thank you for the hope in my soul. I thank you for fear, God, and I thank you for struggles. Jamal said it already, but... You plant yourself in those moments. Unfortunately, most people don't come to you until they have no other option. And that's something that we're looking to change. You don't have to struggle to succeed. You don't have to fail to prevail. But sometimes that that's what it takes for us to realize the wrong that we've been doing. But when we come back to you, we come back that much harder because the reminder is just that much sweeter. Um, so I just thank you for these moments, both the good and the bad. Pray that we can worship you in either circumstance. It's easier to say, but I pray that uh, you can relieve the hearts of people listening to this, God. They took the time to listen to your word through us, and I pray that you can just lighten their hearts and you can just give them hope that there is a greener pasture. It just happens to be the land that they're standing on and they need to work it. It's not on the other side. It's right there underneath them, in front of them, beside them. It's you, and it always will be. Uh, and I just, I just thank you for your love. I thank you for your grace. And I thank you for your reach because you have already reached much further than I ever could. So thank you for that. In your name we pray.